You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode is inspired by a smart question from one of my VIP clients. So I'm going to reveal where expenses go for my coaching business. And while I'm at it, I'll share common expense pitfalls for new coaches and finance savvy mindset tips as we go along. I know this might seem like a boring topic, but earning well isn't boring. And losing profit after all your hard work feels like a tragedy. So don't go there. Reading the show notes for this episode will be especially helpful because I'll list the sources of my expenses and what they cost, but I'm not going to bore you by listing those all out verbally. Find those complete show notes at prosperouscoach.com slash 111. First, let's talk about the not-so-smart uses of your money for your coaching business. There are multitudes of ads for bright, shiny apps and services coming at you in your inbox and on social media all the time. And in a moment of scarcity thinking, you might be tempted to buy one and then another and then another, and that all adds up. You know, you might think something like, maybe this will make the difference in my business. And that can be a dangerous thought process because it's not about strategy, it's about fear. Those seemingly little $10 a month, $20 a month expenses quickly add up to thousands of dollars annually that your earnings might not cover. So think smart and choose wisely. It is so tempting as a new coach to get services for things like online client portals, those are a waste of time, social media time-saving apps, virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and all sorts of extras that might work for a more established company, but truly in the long run probably won't add enough value to help you earn more. Keep your business low labor and low overhead. Design it to run lean. That doesn't mean being cheap with your business. It's that old Pennywise pound foolish adage that applies here. Smart expenses are those that save you significant time so that you can serve clients more efficiently and earn more. Or they're services that educate you in a way that you can't find out there in multiple sources. It does take some trial and error to learn how to invest money only where it really counts. So don't you know, get mad at yourself if you did invest in something that didn't work out, but try to get out of it if you can. Try to get your money back or just drop the service if it's not working for you. The most strategic rule about expenses is only invest in what you need right now, not what you might need someday. Oftentimes I talk to new coaches and they just have so much stuff that they're not going to be able to use for maybe months or maybe years, all lined up and ready to go for that someday. If you have a low income month or a low income year, it could partially be that you are just spending way too freely. Think twice about those fancy 
expensive coaches portals or top of line email campaign services, you don't need those. And here's a tip. If you're 100% sure you like an app or a service and it's truly helping your bottom line, then opt for annual payments for as many expenses as you can instead of monthly because you'll save a lot that way. Investing in your business is not only necessary, but it's a privilege. And you want to think of expenses for useful services as a blessing that helps you thrive. So pay for them with gratitude and really enjoy the heck out of them. (laughs) For example, significant investment goes into coach training, the vocational skills side of your business. And for hiring a business mentor, someone like me who can help you get everything set up right the first time, which is the strategic side. Also, I think it's wise to invest in a good web designer who is also a coder to create a WordPress website for you. I talked about that in the last episode, which you can find at prosperouscoach.com slash 110. And I want you to know something. It is not unusual to spend $25,000 out of pocket before you earn very much as a coach. So don't let anyone make you feel bad about startup expenses. It's normal for all businesses and all entrepreneurs to invest up front. It's called capital. But do this wisely. Finance experts say your expenses should be no more than 30% of total revenue. But imagine how your profits would be if you could cut expenses down to 10%. That is doable. Check out episode five of mine called The Simplest Coaching Business Model. It's one of my most listened to episodes. You can find it at prosperouscoach.com slash five. By design, my business model is high on profit and low on labor and expenses. And that's what I teach my VIP clients to create in my coaching business breakthrough program. I administrate nearly every aspect of my business myself, even 22 years now into my business. You'd think that with all those years, I would have added a lot more expenses, but I actually have stripped down expenses. Once you learn how to do things, it becomes fast and easy, and you don't really need all these people to do stuff for you. As an example, for a few years, I had a bookkeeper. Well, no more of that. I just use QuickBooks. It's a one-time low-cost expense. I think it's like 250 bucks to buy the software. And I use the software rather than the online service. And it's about an hour each month of my own time, which is far better than spending thousands monthly. Virtual assistants are also expensive. And I see a lot of coaches rushing to utilize somebody like this. They don't usually save you time unless you opt for a much more complex business model that has online products, online training, webinars, and things like that. Those kinds of tactics and strategies greatly reduce your profits unless you get into the business of expanded promotion, which frankly wore me out and brought me no joy. See, I think it's better to work, say, a 35-hour work week earning $200,000 a year and keep 90% of that than it is to work a 60-hour work week earning $500,000 a year and only keeping half of that. But that's me. 
I do most of my website updating and all of my podcast tasks, and I have it all streamlined. You know, you can get organized on things and repetition and batching jobs really allows for a lot of efficiency. Here's the other thing that I don't do and I don't recommend advertising. Look, what I do and what you do cannot effectively be conveyed through advertising. So instead of blowing money on ads, have a strong content strategy. Put out an excellent weekly podcast episode or video, and that's how you'll attract ideal clients because if they like you and trust you, they'll want to work with you. Ads do not build trust. My annual business expenses for this past year were $6,000. That may sound high, but it's not really when you consider that as well as the monthly or annual costs for apps and things like that to run my business and podcast, it also includes cell phone and internet costs, CPA for my tax prep, web design, computer consultant services. That's a lot of services and a lot of, of expenses, but it's not that much really. Now, if I remove those last four things that I just told you about, my total expenses actually reduced to just 3300 a year or an average of 275 per month. So some of those things, uh, CPA, cell phone and internet, you know, you may not need to expense those through your business, although you should, um, because you may have a family situation where you share all those expenses. Well, I hope all of this really inspires you to run a lean business and keep your business model simple. It's really a great life. And remember, I will have a list of my expenses for your interest in in terms of what services I use specifically and basically what it's costing me. In case you're interested in that, go to prosperouscoach.com slash 111. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.